Hello, I'm Neil Grant and you're listening to The Vocation Cast, a work search resource that shows you how to completely transform your professional future. If you're looking for an employed position with a private sector organisation and you're open to some fresh ideas that will propel you into the A-League of job seekers, you'll find plenty to get excited about here. In each episode, I present a range of work search strategies that are lifted straight from my Vocation Master programme. You can forget about a traditional approach, because what you get here is a total reimagination of what's possible. It's job hunting, but on steroids. You'll be learning a little theory and developing a lot of practical skills over the coming weeks and months. But if you're impatient and want to get ahead of the curve, there's a quick and easy solution. Visit vocationmaster.com where you can gain immediate access to my free Job Interview Secrets video course. You get three hours of information, advice and action plans that go straight to the heart of my advanced job interview strategy. I used to charge $99 for this material, but I'm now making it available to you without any charge whatsoever. To say thanks for showing interest in what I do, and as an insight into how I work, just go to vocationmaster.com for free and immediate access. When you're job hunting, you need to think carefully about the specific actions you'll be taking at different stages of the hiring process, and designing a compelling interview pitch is one of the most important. This is when you get to make your case in front of a decision maker, so you need to be certain that you're giving it your best shot. But what does a great pitch actually look like? What's the most effective way of constructing the material you'll use to convince a recruiter that you're the best person for the job? How should you avoid the traps and pitfalls that conventional interviews present? I'm going to use today's vocation cast episode to talk about some of the problems with a standard interview. This lays the groundwork for designing my much improved version of a hiring meeting, which I'll cover in future episodes. But first off, let's be clear about some terminology, because I'm throwing around phrases such as hiring meeting and personal pitch. When I talk about these things, do I actually mean a job interview? Well, yes and no, so let me explain a little more about where I'm coming from with this. A pitch is just one component of a hiring meeting, which, in turn, is the stage of the job search process when you face off against a decision maker who will ultimately decide whether to employ you or not. In that sense, it's a job interview. If it helps you to frame things in this way, By all means, think of it as an interview. But in almost all other respects, 
It's as far removed from a standard job interview as you can imagine. In some ways, I don't think that labels are important. But in other ways, I think the names you give things are very important indeed. And the word interview is a case in point. The concept of a standard job interview is extremely reductive. And that's why I don't like to use the term and why I strongly recommend that you get the idea out of your head as quickly as you can. I'll explain what I mean. The major differences between conventional job interviews and hiring meetings are simple yet stark. Job interviews look inwards and not outwards. They linger on the past and not the future. They dwell on you and the jobs you did for past employers, not the job you'll be doing for the new employer. As a precursor to this, I can tell you that my research into how standard job interviews work in practice, based on the experiences of dozens of professional recruiters I've spoken with, plus my own observations, during well over 1,500 interviews that I've conducted personally, and hundreds and hundreds that I've sat in on as a trainer and consultant is absolutely clear. Overwhelmingly, job interviews focus on what a candidate did in the past and not what they'll do in the future. Standard job interviews encourage applicants to talk about themselves and not the problem that has to be solved. There are sometimes exceptions to this rule, but they're pretty rare. In all my years of interviewing job candidates, I can count on the fingers of one hand the number of interviewees who've done what I'm about to explain to you in any way at all. This represents a fantastic opportunity for anyone who has the wit and wherewithal to do things differently. Standard job interviews tend to spend 90% of the time dwelling on a candidate's past and just 10% thinking about their future. The hiring meeting flips this ratio around. You spend 10% of the time looking at what went on before and 90% of the time concentrating on what you'll do in the future once you're hired. This might not seem like a big deal, but its relevance to your job hunt is more profound than you might imagine. Psychologically and practically, looking backwards can be problematic, as it's symptomatic of negativity in many people's eyes. Dwelling on past glories, not future ones, fails to show you as a forward-looking person who has an eye on what's most important to a potential employer. Ordinary job interviews are almost always controlled by the interviewer. They call the shots, ask the questions and dictate the format of the meeting. Good interviewers have a structure that they carefully follow armed with questions that are designed to reveal information, encourage honesty and provide clues that allow them to rank job candidates according to how well they'll do the job, even when they're hired. 
or so the theory goes. Well, let's take a look at what's going on under the surface of the big majority of job interviews and discover whether that's really true. I've made no secret of the fact that I have some major issues with conventional job interviews and I'd like to give you some supporting evidence for this. Standard job interviews are rarely fit for purpose. If the objective is to find the best person for the job, they invariably fail abysmally, and I'll tell you why that is. Around half of all new hires fail within 18 months. Difficult though it might be to believe, it's the fact of the matter, and multiple information sources testify to this. You can find links to my research on the Vocation Master website if you're interested. But for now, I'll give you a direct quote from a major employer to show you what I mean. Do you remember that I mentioned Google a few episodes ago? I was talking about the sheer number of applicants they get for every new opening, which is about 500 in case you've forgotten. Anyway, Google runs a notoriously rigorous interview procedure, putting candidates through multiple stages of assessments, screenings and gruelling interviews. You can read whole books about how to ace Google interviews. There are hardly any other companies who receive this sort of attention. So, they must get this part of the recruitment process absolutely spot on, wouldn't you think? Well, you'd be wrong, because Google admits that job interviews are nothing less than a random mess. They completely fail to predict how people will perform on the job once they've been hired. And let me stress that it isn't an outsider who makes this startling claim. It's a highly placed Google HR insider who confesses that there's zero relationship between interview outcomes and work performance. So let me quote you the words of Laszlo Bock, Senior Vice President of People Operations, in an on-the-record interview with the New York Times. We looked at tens of thousands of interviews and everyone who had done the interviews and what they scored the candidate and how that person ultimately performed in their job. We found zero relationship. It's a complete random mess. Those are the words that Laszlo Bock used. Does that surprise you? I can tell you that it certainly doesn't surprise me. As a busy hiring manager back in the day when I started interviewing new job candidates, I might have kidded myself that I was hiring the best people. Before I learned the right way to conduct interviews, I was naively confident that I could tell the difference between good and bad job candidates at the interview stage. I truly believed that I could discern the cream from the crud, the achievers from the failures, the winners from the losers. But I was wrong. I might just as well have flipped a coin. 
Now, the next problem with standard interviews is that they're specifically designed to catch job candidates out. This negative approach is driven by a paralysing fear of hiring a rotten apple. A bad hire can be extremely costly in terms of the damage done to a business, including lost revenues, major screw-ups and significant hits to company reputations. Closely related to this is that standard job interviews are massively loaded towards the company. In any business negotiation, and be under no illusion that this is what a job interview is, a serious imbalance is extremely bad news for the weaker partner. As I've already mentioned, a typical corporate position attracts 250 applicants, leading to a 99.6% failure rate. Good business results come from a reasonable balance of power, and a standard job interview is far from that even balance. The good news is that what I'm going to show you turns all of these negatives around and converts them into very real positives, which will put you in complete control of every aspect of the hiring meeting. That's all to come in future vocation casts. In tomorrow's episode, I'll be expanding upon what I've been talking about today as I introduce one of the essential parts of a strong pitch, and that is story. A narrative structure is an incredibly powerful tool and can manipulate outcomes like magic. So that's coming up next. If you prefer to watch training materials rather than listen to them, all of these vocation cast episodes are available in video format. Just go to YouTube and search for Vocation Master. Thanks for being with me, and I'll be back with you again soon. Bye for now.